Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. How to get 30, 30, to get 30, how to get 20, 20, 20, how to get 20, 20, to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month? So, Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns. Hello everybody, welcome to All Culture Gaming, I'm Scott, joined by Josh. Hello. And it is the day that Ultimate Alliance 3 is finally revealed. Finally, 10 years the in public. the making, and it is good. Is it good? End of review. I'm not <laughs> going to say a whole bunch, because this is definitely your review, you've been playing all week, so uh, yes. what would you like to start with? Because there's a lot to pick um, apart. Well, I guess we should jump straight into the combat, because this is a classic brawler, you know, mm. in, a, in a throwback kind of way. It is very similar to Marvel Ultimate Alliance 1 and 2, it's mm. very much a direct sequel, which, as we said in the preview video, might come as a little bit surprised, because it's on new platform, it's mm-hmm. 10 years um, later, it's a brand new developer, but this feels like Marvel Ultimate Alliance 1 and 2 for better and worse. It's a much more smoother experience, I think. It's yeah. a much more tactile experience when you are actually engaging in the combat. It does kind of, for me, feel spectacular when right. everything is firing off and you are combining special abilities of which you get four, mm-hmm. and everyone is just sort of like, you know, there's particles filling the screen, there are enemies <laughs> all over the place. Massive, massive explosions are going off, and it feels so satisfying to watch those health bars tick down and those damage numbers. It's weird because those those specials, because you can hit L and R at the same time when you get your little ring when your little rings filled up, um, and if, every, if all your other characters also have that meter filled up, they can join in. So yes. if, if everybody's ready at once, you just do this massive over the top, like you said, screen filling thing, um, which for me makes me lose track of my character. But it looks ridiculous. <laughs> but it does kind of make you go like, okay, this is probably what it would look like if all of these people were doing it, were firing at capacity kind of yeah. thing. Like if I'm playing as like I don't know, Cap, Iron Man, Captain. Marvel and Spidey and they're just like Spidey has the most over the top web moves you've ever seen it is ridiculous with a giant like just boulder of web that he's just <laughs> slamming people with so like there's a lot of that sort of thing and uh, when that's kicking off I'm like yeah that looks kind of cool for me I, I just lose track of what's going on well I think you do at the beginning when because mm. there is so much littering in the screen and especially in co-op you can kind of like lose track of your characters oh God, which yes. we'll get to later on but I think once you get used to like the style I think it kind of clicks it just really works really mm. well because the combat is deceptively simple mm-hmm. there's only really a couple of buttons there is your regular light attack use a heavy attack and then there are your specials and there's obviously a jump and stuff mm-hmm. uh, and on, on the paper when I first started I was like ooh there might not be much longevity to this system mm-hmm. you're just putting the same combos in over and over again but there is added depth to the fact that you get like a dodge button or right. a block button that can um, you really need to think about if you just go up to an enemy and start like tanking on them you mm. will die quite quickly <laughs> uh-huh. if, like in the old games I used to just be the Hulk and run up to people and just punch them until they were dead and not yep. care about my health because I jump back up but you do actually have to consider sort of at least a modicum of tactics to the game I don't think it's enough yeah but there is kind of a, a bit of complexity there especially when it comes to the special abilities yes I was going to say quickly in terms of the uh, the depth kind of thing like yeah you have a block button and a dodge button which like will get you out of some of the flurries there because if you get hit you'll just be locked in that animation of being attacked for a bit yeah. and one of the only things 
things that sticks out to me, I've only played it for a couple hours, I only got it at midnight last night, but the thing that sticks out to me is that the knockback animation, you get sent flying way back. Yes. And I'm just like, why is this even in here when it's like you're meant to be having so much fun and you get knocked flying out the other direction? See, I quite like this because it teaches you to dodge yes. and it gives you that superhero thing of getting straight back in the fight. fight. <laughs> because when you, uh, I almost said fact there. Although, yes, back <laughs> When you facts. get um, sort of like knocked backwards and then you kind of dodge all your way back into a fight. I love that. I right. love that sort of right, right, I'm shaking this off and I'm going to go. See, again. I do for Spidey and like Miles and Gwen and everything, but like if the Hulk and Cap Marvel and stuff are doing it, I'm like, that makes no, like why is the Hulk fly? Some random criminal just punched the Hulk across hey, the room. because you're fighting some pretty tough dudes in this game. You're fighting some pretty tough boss fights. The combat for me, it works. It feels so good. Every mm. single time I play the game, I think I love this, which is kind <laughs> of weird because when I separate myself from it, like I'm doing this review, mm -hmm. I can see its flaws, but when I'm in it, in the moment to moment gameplay, it just, it works, right. which I sound like Todd Howard there. It just, it just works. works. But it feels good and it looks yeah. good. It looks really spectacular. Mm -hmm. And I kind of love the combat. In Let's a way. Uh, very quickly mention um, the heroic camera, which we didn't even know was in there. Yes. Or maybe we missed it in the run up to release, um, but it was on a little embargo sheet thing. Um, so they've put a camera in that I think is in there to try and um, let Ultimate Alliance 3 get in on, on the uh, Square Enix's Avengers thing, where you can you can flick the camera from classic to heroic and it zooms in a bit more. Not massively, no. um, but that mean, means that you can lock on more specifically, sort of help with bosses and stuff, which they original games didn't have. Yeah. So there is like a little bit more to how you can frame it. Exactly, yeah. The heroic um, camera is cool. When you're in the um, sort of, I don't know, more open fights, it will zoom into behind your character, mm. giving it a more regular third-person action game kind of feel. Mm -hmm. But it is it is limited. There are moments where you, you know, the, the, the style of the combat just doesn't work for it. Like yeah. if you're doing a moment when the camera turns top down and you're avoiding spotlights or you're in like <laughs> a sort of 2D kind of hallway, mm -hmm. then that camera doesn't work so it the isn't the camera like... is crazy too like yeah, at one yeah. point like at the very beginning that you're doing this whole like prison breakout thing camera just got lost in another room and I just saw a whole bunch of guys ready like, they haven't activated yet yeah. they were just like waiting for me to like get there <laughs> and just yeah it's it's a thing that's partly because there is so much going on because the combat you know would be nothing without the major set pieces I mm. feel and there are some genuinely great set pieces in the game you start off you know as the Guardians of the Galaxy in space then you move on to Spidey themed levels mm -hmm. in the raft but um, every single time you get to a boss fight or something, especially as you get further into the game, there is always something amazing happening in the background. Uh, I won't spoil too much, but there is one excellent moment in Avengers Tower when you're Ooh. sort of fighting in the elevator, uh -huh. and there are two giant people in the background just duking it out. Oh, cool. it, it has a sense of scale and a spectacle. That's that good. I think Marvel Ultimate Alliance 2 especially lacked. Right. Like, yeah. all those fights were kind of um, mundane. And although the gameplay in this uh, sequel is repetitive in a way you're doing essentially the same thing over and over again. Mm. These set pieces and these moments of spectacle really give it a sense of variety that I think the game needed to there's keep like, you interested. There's a thing, because it, it feels like if you took, if MCU was a fireworks display and you just set it off in all yeah. directions, it would be this. Like the way, like you said, you start with the Guardians, you get introduced to the fact that like there's Thanos and the Infinity Stones and they all get scattered. And it's like obviously across development, I'm assuming this has been in development for at least a couple of years. Um, it, it seems like they would have been told like, okay, Endgame's going to land here and then Far From Home's going to land here. Mm. Mysterio is going to be more of a known thing, so this is going to be a thing. And so, like, when those characters start getting introduced, and you kind of have that that big old just menagerie of MCU love, like you know, and, and most of the um, the voices, like the the uh, actors, are pretty much trying to do impressions of the MCU versions of the characters yes, yeah. with the visuals of the comics. And um, so you kind of get a bit of both worlds. But I, I think like the way that for me, the thing that I really like about it is that you can just leap into it and be like, oh god, MCU. That's it. Oh god, it's so good. And that's a lush segue into the roster, I suppose, mm. because there are thirty six characters in the game. So many. Unlockables, secret ones that we won't spoil here. But um, I think they've done a really good job of, you know, picking from the wider Marvel universe yes. and getting a good reflection of 
it as a whole. Yes, there are going to be emissions that people will focus on. There's no Blade. Where the hell is Blade? He, There's no Fantastic Four. Well, Blade, Punisher, um, and those two others got announced for DLC. What was I about to say? So well. I don't like them being kept off for the season passes, all I'm going to say. Well, that's fair. Yeah, that's both fair. Because the season pass is £18. Yes, it is. It which is. is ludicrous for the Punisher, but I'll pay because I want to play as the Punisher. So, but the, uh, you know. I think the characters that are in there are really good. You get like the big hitters. You get all of the Avengers. You get Cap, Iron Man, mm. Thor, the Hulk. Black Widow, Hawkeye, all of those guys. Then you get smaller characters, kind of like Miss Marvel or Elsa Bloodstone, who I didn't even really know who that was. Who is Crystal as well? Them. Crystal is an inhuman. Right. And, uh, we all watched that. I quite like her. Okay. Uh, she's really good. But I, I like her dog. In, um, yeah. I like dog's dog. pretty cool. Lockjaw's pretty good. Lockjaw is good. I like that. Yeah. He teleports you around. Um, <laughs> I think it's a good reflection of everyone. And I think all the mm. characters look really good. Yes. I think they nail their sort of comic book counterparts. Like you said, even though a lot of them are doing MCU impressions, someone's doing a mad Sam Jackson impression. Yeah. Robert Downey Jr. impression. I think for the most part, it works. And there mm-hmm. is a good blend of comic influence and TV influence, as well as the movie influence. I think everyone looks stunning. I was just looking yes. at the um, Spidey character model last night, just twirling him around. And that <laughs> suit is so spot on. Yeah, and it, yeah. And it, and the visuals are, they pop and they're vibrant. And when you're playing it, like you said, mm. it is that MCU small board of, I love this entire universe. Yeah. And I think it does make you fall in love with it, with each new level, because each level, each chapter is themed around a specific um, part of the MCU universe, mm-hmm. whether it's Spider-Man or X-Men or something like that. Every time it pops up, you just feel like, man, you know what? You can just I bask love this. In it. I yeah. love this universe. It's so good. <laughs> so speaking of the levels, um, how have you found like over the course of the whole campaign kind of thing? How have you found the general structuring and like is there much downtime or are you just pounding the crap out of stuff you... for ten ish hours well, or whatever? You are essentially pounding the crap out of things oh, good. for ten ish plus hours. Is there a um, hidden quiz? Not that I found. God damn it! Because Sadly not. There were some lovely quizzes in Open Alliance. Yeah, they were like they made you feel smart. Yeah. You, know? you made you find out more about the world. You do get some downtime. Usually mm. at the end or the start of each chapter, you will just be in a room that you can't really explore. And talk It'll to throw a bunch of characters at you to talk to, which I like is that. is cool. It gets you um, and it gives you more information on the world and who these people are, especially the humans, which I didn't know about. I did manage to break that because exactly. uh, in the first twenty minutes, because you uh, Venom joined your team right at the very beginning. Right, Venom, Venom. I did the same thing. I know what you're going to say. And you talk and you. And you talk to someone you're always just like a mute protagonist like even though whoever's talking to the character and my person was just going like a criminal's joining the team I, I can't believe that and I, but you're Venom saying yeah. that so I was like okay this sure. is kind of part of where it just feels a bit unpolished mm. especially compared to the older games mm-hmm. one of the cool things about the older two games was that dialogue changed depending on who you had in your team yep. so if you were going up against sort of the Green Goblin you had Spider-Man in your team mm-hmm. you would get unique dialogue mm-hmm. not only is that not in Marvel Ultimate Alliance 3 but like it doesn't even take into consideration who you're playing as at all when you're yes. having those conversations it is jarring and it seems like they only sort of had one script mm-hmm. and we're like yep yeah, we'll just throw it out we're not really going to take into consideration who you're playing as which is a bit of a shame and that translates to the cutscenes mm-hmm. which are well directed and kind of glorious in my opinion that was the biggest <laughs> surprise uh-huh. but it doesn't account for who you've got in your team you might it's jarring to go as a team when you're playing as all X-Men mm-hmm. and then it'll flash to the cutscene where it's four Avengers and it's kind of right. like, mm. I think those are the things that mm. immediately stick out to me because one of the things that I loved about Ultimate Alliance 1 that I thought they lost when they went to 2 was that sense of individuality for the characters. Like they lost the character-specific grapples and they lost the character-specific missions that you could go on, um, which they don't have back in here either. In fact, they've dropped the grapples altogether. Yes. You can pick up parts of the environment, but it's very specific. You can only pick up like explosive bit barrels or whatever. Um, so I, was, I wanted to smash should do with a chair when I'm Me playing too. as the Hulk and I can't, I can't I do it. I want to throw Wolverine. Yeah. I don't even need like the character specific grapples. It is a shame to not have them. But I think 
in a way, it, it does encourage you to play as singular characters and mm. kind of um, get to know them, especially in the Infinity um, Challenge mm -hmm. um, levels, which are some of the best in the game, in my opinion. These are just sort of redone boss fights or redone levels with mm -hmm. new sort of, I don't know, um, kind of... Like different goals and Different stuff. goals and stuff to yeah. accomplish. And they're harder, they're more challenging. Sometimes you can play them solo to mm -hmm. unlock costumes. Like I did one that was kind of ridiculously hard as just Spider-Man to okay. unlock his alternate costume, which we will get to later because they're not very good. Um, <laughs> but those in Infinity kind of challenges do allow those individual characters to shine, in my opinion. And I do like that, unlike the other games, even though you don't have a grapple button, mm -hmm. each character feels individual and have a unique fighting style. They're not just color swaps, although there are classes. Yes. Like you have a lot of web slingers in there with those similar moves. Everyone has a projectile web um, blast. There is enough difference, there is mm. enough difference in the combos and the special abilities to, you know, make you want to play as Miles Morales and Spider-Man in the same team rather than just choosing one mm. because, you know, they're practically the same. We can quickly drop in as well for the sake of teams. Um, regardless, like, whenever you put people together, you'll get different bonuses based on who they are. Yeah. So, like, I put Miss Marvel with um, Miles Morales and then it was like, oh, gener you're, the, you're generations. Like, I guess you're the, you're the next generation of the different uh, fighters or whatever. So, like, it will recognise. There's way more combinations in this than there were in 2 and 1, I think. Yeah, but you can't name your own individual team. Yeah. Which is a bummer. Yeah. What would you have called them, though? I don't know. The like, Browns. The Browns. Sesh Lads. <laughs> uh, something like that. That's, uh, that's the weirdest thing. together. As a random little segue, um, the, the new It trailer. Yeah. Mean, Pennywise is the Sesh King now. Because <laughs> you just... And the Americans won't even know what Sesh is. But if you're going on a session, you have a few little tipples, then you might be on the Sesh. And if you look at the Pennywise's new face, he's the proper Sesh King. Well, Star Lord is the Sesh King in this game. He, his walk is the most stupid thing. He has thing. the Conor McGregor walk it's, when no, he walks No, he wishes he did. Nah, he does. If he that's what they were going for, like they failed spectacularly because there's not it's just it's like a weird little like he's presenting and it just looks weird I don't I'm not a fan of that the first like, thing I did was try to move with him and I felt horrible listen I like all the characters in this game Me even too. the ones I didn't think I was going to like <laughs> like Crystal I didn't know who that was no but there is a problem that the game doesn't really encourage you to experiment with them mm. which is a major issue I found especially in the late game I came up to a boss at the end of I think chapter 6 right. that was suddenly it was a difficulty spike out of nowhere the game had been very very easy until then mm -hmm. and then suddenly I was thrown into this boss where I was just getting absolutely annihilated because <laughs> I wasn't leveled up right. and I just thought I might not even be able to do this so I was like this has come out of nowhere does this want, does the game want me to grind does the are game there want me to, to grind? there are places okay. to grind you can do that in the infinity challenges cool. um, and places like that but it doesn't encourage you is encourage you to you know, use other characters because mm -hmm. unlike in other games, they don't level up while they're on the bench. Yeah. So you might be, I don't know, halfway through the game and you might have a level 30 Iron Man and you might swap to a level 7 Venom or something. Mm -hmm. And although, in a way, it's good because um, base damage and health and energy is all across the board. Mm -hmm. So that's like, once you level those up, it applies yes. to every single character. But the special abilities, they just get left. You have one of four. Exactly, yeah. you have one of four and it's not powered up. Mm -hmm. And because the game relies so heavily on the special abilities to take down bosses, that becomes a problem. Yes. In, in where you don't really want to use other characters, especially when you're through the game, mm -hmm. because you're, you're putting yourself at a disadvantage. You know, although it is cool, it's kind of like, well, I just want to stick with the core team. And that's such a shame when all the characters are so good. Yeah, I mean, you've got on here, you've got F the Lab as one of your notes. Well, this is Why it. Why F the Lab? Because, mate? right, <sighs> upgrades <laughs> in this game suck. They're the worst Ooh. kind of upgrades. They are the base plus 10 tier, plus 10% damage, plus 5% vitality. Don't It'll strength. make you grind out ISO 8 crystals to kind of, <laughs> kind of boost your um, stats. Right. And you get money and you have a bunch of currencies that you can spend on them in the lab which is this web of upgrades, just hundreds and hundreds, right. that are all the exact same, yep. 20 vitality, 20 strength, stuff like that. 
and it just gets I kind of felt that in the first half an hour yeah. and monotonous the more you go on you just don't want to engage with it which is so frustrating that's it's all handled in a bunch of convoluted screens and even the upgrades to the characters themselves mm. there isn't much customization on display you get four special abilities mm -hmm. that you can upgrade four tiers and all it does is reduce the amount of energy uh, increase the damage increase the stagger rate there's not really anything that substantially changes the gameplay mm -hmm. it just kind of feels like a waste of time. That's that, that's the, the, the initial sort of sense I got. Again, I'm not going to go into it now because I haven't played anywhere near enough of it, but it is that little pervading sense of things being undercooked, um, which I yeah. don't know why. Like, they assumedly... I mean, I don't know how the production came together, but you would assume they would have enough time. Yes. They were clearly filled in as to the events of the MCU and the silver screen kind of thing. Um, but yeah, something like the upgrades, it's like you start with that one of four powers and then it's you just unlock them. It's like level 10, level 15, level 20 for every character. Um, and then you'll be set for that character. You can modify how much damage you do and all the radius. But like, yeah, when it's... When it's an upgrade system like that, it's like, okay, I what I've seen after the first, like, you know, two hours is going to be the same after 20 hours. Essentially, yeah, which, which I, I, yeah. I was really bummed out about that. Like, when we did our preview, I was hoping it would get better or yeah. unlock more stuff, but it just never came. And you feel mm. that with the unlockables and the costumes, especially. That Spider-Man mission... Might as well talk about the costumes. Yeah, that Spider-Man mission, Spider issue, I was... That Spider-Man <laughs> mission I was talking about <laughs> yes. earlier... Um, I, so you have an issue with this? Mission? I have an issue with the mission. It was it was difficult and it was challenging and it was rewarding. And I thought, yes, I'm going to do this mission and unlock the costume afterwards, mm -hmm. and that'll be a great little satisfying thing to you know achieve. Yeah. And I put about an hour into it because it was kicking my ass. <laughs> Finally got the new costume, and it was just a color swap. Ah. And then I realized for every single character. It's just a color swap. Just no, like, there's nothing like protruding. There's no additional protruding. assets. Uh, the um, the colors are intended to look like other costumes from the comics. Right. So Spidey's was silver and gray, sort of looks like okay. the Mark One M Spider Armor uh -huh. um, costume from the comics. And gray, uh, Hulk gets a gray Hulk one. Right. But the character models themselves don't change, so it's just the base character <sighs> model with a different color, which 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 sucks, man. Yeah, that's the kind of thing where I'm like, that feels a bit undercooked. Like, why yeah. didn't, all you had to do was model some 3D stuff for some shoulder pads or something, yeah. and you could have made it a more worthwhile thing. Especially when, if you compare in Spidey's case to what Insomniac are doing, which are just outstanding costumes that's across it. the board. I mean, I, mean yeah. I literally came from um, Insomniac Spider-Man playing that again to this, right. and the lack of costumes was just frustrating, especially because, again, even Marvel Ultimate Alliance 2, which only had one costume for each character, yeah. was a properly different costume yes. it was a brand new um, character model and that was cool Marvel Ultimate Alliance 1 I think had four distinct costumes each and it was mm. great to swap between them and it is sort of alleviated somewhat because you know the core character models look great mm -hmm. but to have unlockable costumes behind these infinity trials that you're encouraged to go out and, and they're quite hard play. And they're quite yeah. hard they're quite difficult to unlock you need to be a certain level to beat them it's just a bit of a shame that just seems like a, a massively missed opportunity a massive missed opportunity considering that just costumes in superhero fiction or fandom is a big deal yeah and it's like you already have a massive roster so then a way to give that longevity other than plugging stuff into it is to remix what you have yeah so hmm it, it has yes. a lot of problems it has a lot of issues especially when you're separated from it you can look back and think oh, i don't like this this is a step down <laughs> oh my god what were you thinking here mm -hmm. but when you're playing it it is such a great love letter to the mcu and mm -hmm. the combat does feel satisfying it's great to play in co-op whether you're playing on the same switch although there is some problems with that or over online or you, you mean know, the distance thing yeah the, the distance switch, thing yeah. just in the camera mm -hmm. but mostly it's 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 satisfying the frame rate is solid mm -hmm. the the amount of enemies on the screen is great like teaming up is awesome mm. the boss battles are so good and varied the the worlds themselves are just sort of the Marvel universe kind of summed up and like their definitive at least aesthetically the versions of them and it looks great and it'll make you fall in love with Marvel all over again but it is not without its issues. <laughs> and um, it's just a continuation of this franchise for better yeah. or worse. Perhaps. I think if this came out in 2012 or 2011, I think 
we would have been more receptive to Do you think it. it feels naturally as the third installment or have they tacked on the Ultimate Alliance name? No, it does feel definitely That's good. very much like an Ultimate Alliance game. What um, what would your final score be? Like a three star, which sounds damning, but I, I love playing it. Right. I love, love, love playing it. Okay. But it, I couldn't like say it is a flawless game or yeah. even a flawless Marvel game, especially the standard we have now with Arkham or yeah. Spidey. It's just, it feels like a relic and not even in a bad way. Right, I think it's it's maximized the time that it's dropping in. Like obviously we're in a post Endgame Spidey kind of world. I think, yeah, like you said, if we're gonna establish a, a benchmark of like Arkham or Spidey, yeah. if they're five star products, then like this, it makes sense. Like, yeah. three, like three doesn't have to be this big, like, oh my God, it's three stars. Like that's still totally playable yeah, and exactly. enjoyable. It's just not necessarily as amazing as it could be. And if you love this franchise and if you love this universe, you will have a lot of fun. Mm. It'll make you want to explore wider aspects of the universe you didn't even know you wanted to. Like, I want to go and read Miss Marvel comics because I'm <laughs> yeah, having yeah. such fun time playing her. Kamala Khan is And I think great. that's something special and something good. Mm-hmm. Good stuff. Okay, well, you guys, let's know what you think down in the comments below, whether you've picked up Ultimate Alliance yet, or whether you're going to wait and grab it across the weekend, or whatever. For now, though, I've been Scott from WhatCulture.com. I've been Josh from WhatCulture.com. I'll catch you next time. Bye. Bye. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns. When you make decisions for your company, you look for the no-brainers. And if you have a lot of mailing to do, Stamps.com is the ultimate no-brainer. It streamlines your processes to make your business more efficient, which makes you less busy. Mail checks, invoices, legal documents, and everything you need to keep your business running with Stamps.com. Seamlessly connect with every major marketplace and shopping cart. Schedule package pickups and see your cheapest and fastest shipping options from different carriers. With rates up to 89% off USPS and UPS rates. And with the Stamps.com mobile app, you can take care of mailing and shipping wherever you are. Make the same no-brainer decision as over 1 million other businesses with Stamps.com. Sign up with code PROGRAM for a 4-week trial, plus free postage and a free digital scale. No long-term commitments or contracts. That's stamps.com. Code program.